This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in a Taco Tuesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast, a racist-free edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Jake Meyer, I'm Danny Williams. Jake, how are you, buddy? A shades only edition, edition of the pro of podcast. The program. Nice, yes, we got that. Our shades where it's uh, live from Mile High Sports Studios in the Tech Center here in town, here in Denver. We appreciate you guys being with us. Um, watching Monday Night Football last night, so I'm trying to get my uh, same game parlay to hit and. Uh, Shefty breaks into the telecast, and it was one of those, like, someone just died or someone just got fired or both, okay? And kind of the both did happen. Um, It was the death of the career of John Gruden, um, who was fired yesterday. I'm sorry, um, forced resignation. Right. Um, Yeah, so emails, despicable ones, many of them. Yeah, you know, calling Roger Goodell F-A-G-G-O-T? Yikes. I mean, holy cow. Listen, bro. My crazy old grandma's racist, but she isn't going around the stores talking racist. She acts like she loves everybody. You'd never know it until you heard her say it, and you're like, oh, my God, this despicable old woman. Did that okay. just come out of your mouth, yeah. Granny? Yeah, but, you know, Granny's not writing in, in uh, but what was before emails? Um, pen pals? You know, she right. doesn't have a bunch of racist le- letters out there. And John Gruden, even if 5%, 10%, 50% of planet Earth feels the way that you do. I don't know how many percent of this world is racist of ours, Jake. But don't be a freaking idiot to be putting it in emails. Have some brains. That's shit for brains. So obviously, <laughs> for real, obviously this coach is not as brilliant as we kind of thought. And Keyshawn called him a fraud. Said he's a used car salesman. He's the Super Bowl winner. Overrated. All time, probably a little bit. Won a Super Bowl with um, Tony Dungy's players. And then did take the Raiders to a Super Bowl. He had a nice career, a nice prestigious career. I always thought, though, that um, after the Raiders win and if, you know, however that long that would be, he'd go back to Monday Night Football because he was great. He was great on Monday Night Football. However, now, Jake, this guy's career is over. There's no there's no going back after this. There's nothing he no, can do in the football world. Now. He'll consult. For a handful of racist teams who are going to ask him about some quarterbacks and do some stuff like that for them. On the low? On the on the DL. But other than that, this guy is uh, going to ride off into the sunset. His Corona commercials, you know. Now Corona's racist. Um, and I'm sure Gruden had something to say about Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, kind of shocking. A little bit of fallout. The Raiders, um, I'll say this. You know, what do we say on the show about, you know, Phil Jackson? We say, you know, give give the Raiders some fucking credit. I mean, for real. That's the drop. We don't say the effing on the show. Um, it's bleeped. But that's Phil Jackson. We were talking about, like, I don't know, it was like a playoff series against the... They lost to the Magic or something. No, it was against the Rockets. 
It was the Rockets. I swear. Maybe you're right, uh, but I think it's the Rockets. And they're like, oh, you know, and he was like, guys, give these guys some fucking credit. I mean, for real, they played out. You know what I mean? It was just like, it's great. It's one of our all-timers. But um, what I mean by that is the Raiders, probably the, one of the most diverse um, franchises in in pro sports history, okay? From the um, Art Shell hirings and firings, black head coaches, to Tom Flores, a Hispanic head coach, a Hall of Famer, you know, to all the reclamation projects, to the first gay player, and my favorite gay player, uh, Caleb Nasib. Did I get that right? Nasib? Nasib? I, I don't know how to eh, pronounce it. I guess we'll never, never know. know. But, you know, how diverse are these guys? Um, they couldn't withstand the blowback from this. And now they got to go kind of, you know, make this right. What's next for the Raiders? Got plenty of time to talk about it, but we only got a 20-minute podcast. So um, This isn't the Raiders Blitz podcast. No, no. This it's is the, the, Bronco's it's the Broncos Blitz podcast. podcast. The second... But, it's yeah. Raiders week. Oh, for sure. It's Raiders week. The second half of the podcast, we'll talk about, you know, what this thing means for the Broncos. But this is the biggest news in sports. And it is a direct, you know, directly affects the Broncos to the Raiders. I don't know if there's more of a team tied to the history of the Broncos. Um, then the biggest the rival. Raiders, the biggest rival. Um, you know, we're, we're not even frenemies. You know, we're, we, we, we hate them. Um, and maybe we don't hate him like we used to, and the players got the same agents. Uh, you know, when I see his ass in Atlanta, I'm going to beat his ass when I see him. We save the same agent. So when I he, he can't, he, don't catch no passes. He came to the game. He don't catch no passes. He came to the game. He's just chopping guys from behind. So that's why when I see his ass in Atlanta, I'm going to beat his ass when I see him. Sorry. That's a Tlaib, Um on Harry Douglas, right? Harry Douglas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so... Um, nothing they can do. Mark Davis, whether he again, he's you know he's they're 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 pals, they're besties, they're courtside together. Good old goofy, boys, goofy haircut, yeah, good old boys in all the truest senses. So, um, I would say the Raiders now have to go get them. What's the complete total polar opposite of you know why? Run in the mill, racist, bigot head coach. To me, you got to go black, female, lesbian head coach. Hey, I don't know if a lot of them are out there. I'm not sure how many are out there, but I'll tell you, it's like, let's get the search firm going. Who are all the black candidates? You know? And even find one who's rumored to be gay back in college. Go do I mean, like, I have no clue. What do, you, what do you do if you're the Raiders? How do you make this right? How do you do right by, you know, your kind of fans and by the NFL? Like, the image is everything is now. It, is it more of a stain on the Raiders, or is it John Gruden? Here's I mean, the truth. People don't realize they're going to most – we're in it. We do this for a living, okay? But, you know, so there's a lot of guys out there who, oh, I'm a phone sports this year. You know what I mean? Whatever. Right. From the outside looking in – he was the Raiders coach when this happened. That's not true. He worked. He was he did Monday Night Football back then. None of this happened while he was the coach of the Raiders. I mean, like, he didn't stop being racist, but he wasn't sending racist emails to uh, Bruce Allen and to whoever else around the league. And, like, the most ridiculous stuff that, like, college dudes 
inappropriately would say after pounding a 12 pack of, uh, sorry, 20, 24 box of Natty, you know, <laughs> Natty Light. So, I mean, like, holy cow, I don't know if he was, you know, had some fine, he was drinking that Acha um, uh, Cheese, a little vino, and fired these emails, but there was a lot of them. It was over and over again. We don't know the half of it yet, Jake. This is just the beginning of some of the stuff we're going to, and do you know what? Um, he might not be the only guy to go down in this investigation no. that interestingly enough the Raiders you know have put on I'm sorry the Redskins the uh, Washington football team put on internally to kind of go clean house and see you know it was like a, a, for their image nothing has come out about Daniel Schneider not one, thi- not one thing not one time the owner of the team right but John Gruden who had nothing to do with the team at the time and you know ever almost um, besides his brother being a part of the team um Goes down for this thing. Be careful. Don't be stupid. Be careful who you what you text. Be careful what you tweet. Be careful what you say. But saying it to someone is different than you know, that's one man's word against another. When you're recorded, bro, when you're out there, when you hit sand, it's no going back. So it's just floating in cyberspace forever. Forever. Uh, forever. Okay. Um, we'll call this our halfway point of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Jake, tell people who, like, they might have went to the My Life Sports app and they're seeing up there. Or do you know what? You can go to, you can search, go to Google, the Google box, okay, and type in Broncos podcast. And we're, like, one of the 10 biggest Broncos podcasts that there is. Okay? We're the best there is. We're the best, best there was, and we're the best that there ever will be. So, um, like, cl- click on it, subscribe to it, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, do it. Oh, you got to log in and sign up. We'll do it for us. Do that stuff for us. We know we're worth it. You know what I mean? We, we know we're, we're very generous lovers. We're going to treat you guys just right. So, subscribe to this Broncos Blitz podcast. Just keep it growing. One day, Jake. We're going to be the number one podcast out there. And we'll say, remember when we were the uh, uh, 12th, the 10th and the 12th. Those were the good old days. Um, So, yeah, our partner in this podcast, though, is DraftKings. We love these guys. They have a can't miss, a slam dunk, a smash offer for you guys right now. Um, Right now, you can, you guys can get a great offer right now. From the DraftKings Sportsbook, get a skin in the game, get involved in the action, um, see what Jake and I have been talking about with these same game parlays that we put together, that we, 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 which we love. Um, DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of, of the NFL. Check this out. New customers get just, um, you bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets. Okay, if either team scores a point, <laughs> right? And there's no catch other than if either team scores a point. You're like, what? What's the catch? Well, what if they don't score a point? Uh, well, the last 0-0 tie was in 1943, okay, where they wore um, uh, baseball gloves as helmets on top of their heads, you know, taped taped down to their heads. Um, DraftKings customers could also get a skin in the game um, by dabbling in these same game parlays, which we talk about. Multiple bets inside of one bet that creates a giant payout on a little bit of money. So you'll have these free bets um, after you bet just $1 uh, on any NFL game, and you can go parlay these bets. You can go do whatever you want with them. Safe, secure, reliable, deposit, and withdraw your money 
at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. So all this Raiders fallout, what's it mean for the Broncos? Let's start here. Are we getting in now? Are we going to now beginning the Raiders at the perfect time or maybe at the wrong time? Rally behind the new coach. Just one's about us. You know, it's about the players anyway. Um, yeah, I use the comp to like an NBA team when you go like a night where like their best players out, you know, he's not playing that night. And you're like, oh, we're going to go hammer him. And then somehow, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. goes for 30 when Luka has a night off and the Mavericks upset the Nuggets or whatever. Is there something to that? And could that happen this week? I think uh, the Broncos are getting the Raiders at the right time. Um, John Gruden, you know, I'm Maybe his schemes were old and antiquated. Yeah, but he was still uh, uh, he's still a good coach in this league. And losing him, losing that, I don't know if you want to say leadership, <laughs> just because of the situation. But you're losing your head coach, and you're promoting your special teams coordinator to your yeah. head coach, who has never been a head coach at any capacity of of football ever. Um, so I think that. The Broncos are getting them at the right time. I don't think they're going to uh, have the best game plan. They they only have one week to to kind of, you know, start over. Yeah. And I think that they're they're not going to have enough to rally behind this new head coach. And I think that Gruden and Derek His Carr first time head coach who's a special teams coach. Right. And I think Derek Carr and John Gruden had a nice rapport going, and Derek Carr at the beginning of the season was lighting the world on fire, mm. and then um, the last two weeks they've come back to reality a lot like the Broncos. So both teams are in a corner. Both teams need a win here. So there's going to be a sense of urgency for both teams, but there's just so many distractions going on for the Raiders. I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. Yeah, I would say that historically, this stuff kind of when this stuff kind of happens, it's not a good, t- uh, not good for an NFL team. Um, the week after, I have to look at the numbers. Actually, I think the numbers do say the week that a team fires its head coach, the week the next week the team comes back and wins or at least covers. This is a different kind of firing. This is a firing not based off of um, production. This is based off of stupidity. Okay, so this team's in a different kind of boat. Um, I just think they're gonna guys gonna be pulled in a million different directions. All of the attention and all the focus is gonna be all on what happened with your head coach. What was your your relationship with him? Your instances with him? Your you know your um, did you ever get that vibe from? I mean, like that's what everyone's gonna want to talk about and. Um, these are pros. These are professionals. You still have a job to do. But I think when it's like uh, every minute is important to winning, like the love of our, the preparation is important to going out there and winning an NFL game. Anything that's taken away from that preparation and that focus and all that kind of stuff is will take away from the Raiders as a whole. And I think this is a you know great for the Broncos. Yeah, to be I, honest, I'm, I don't think it's cheap. I don't think it's it's just what it is. The Raiders start to reel after this. 
They started 3-0. Even with Gruden, they lost their last two games. Yeah. And now that Gruden's gone, it's all going to fall apart. The sink is shipping. <laughs> we have a caller, Ray Ray, on the show who calls in. Raiders fan. Yeah, he's a Raiders fan. He talks real fast. You know, he calls in, he listens to just like yelling, and he's crazy. Um, and he got, you know, he says a million things in just like a one minute time. But today he said the sink was shipping today. <laughs> yeah. And we had to go back and double check, and it, 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 was, it was true. So, um, But no, the, the ship is definitely sinking. Oh, I think so too. You I know, think the, they, the, the pirate ship. That they, I think that they the come Raiders. unhinged here and uh, finish below under. You know, they're an under 500 team. I think the Broncos go in there. And, again, for the Broncos, again, it's about con- uh, any NFL team, any good team, any winning NFL team has found a consistency or some way, you know, some form of consistency. And um, the Broncos now have played two bad games after three really solid games. I hope they're – kind of have a bounce back offensive game. I hope they can carry a little bit of what they might have figured out and found in the second half uh, against the Steelers and carry that into, you know, the first half against the Raiders. This one probably has the makings of, like, a ugly, low-scoring affair because both teams don't score tons of points. The Raiders were, but they're not now, and the Broncos just don't. Um, it hurt. They got great players out, you know, Um Jerry Judy, you drafted him with your first overall pick. He's supposed to be one of your best players. So whether he think he's you know whether you think he's going to be that or not, the value of him being on the field and the you know the you know part of his kind of ascension and all that, it's a big loss. It's like uh, having no Bradley Chubb or no Von Miller. It's like any team taking one of their best players off the field. So while it's just one guy with him, I mean, I think like he's worth six, seven, four points a game. He is. He is. So, um, what else was I saying? Where were we? What? Uh, lost my oh, yeah. If the Broncos aren't able to bounce back from this game. Oh, yeah. Then the season's over. With. Yeah. I mean, if, if you have three straight losses and then you have to go face a Browns team after this. that's hasn't played their best stuff yet either. And who just scored 42 points. Against the Chargers. I mean, it's going to be... It's going to be... The sky is falling at that point, And the season is... is Pretty much a wrap. But if they win this game, they're four and two. Looks a lot better. Like again, at four and two, the projection, you're a playoff team. At three and three, your season's over. You're no. on the bubble. No, you're you're on the bubble in reality. I mean, beep, beep 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 beep. Life support. Someone get in there. Clear. Beep beep. He's All right, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> so, what's it mean for the Broncos this week? We'll see. I think for the Broncos, it's something to, you know, feel like you're going into the game with a little bit of an advantage and a head start. These guys are going to be lesser prepared. So, go out there and play like it. Let's go out there and, like, set, try to be, uh, set the tone. Run the ball with these two running backs. I mean, come on, damn. I mean, what, Pat Shermer, what are we doing here? You got two incredible. You said he's like Alvin Kamara. Use him. No, he said he's like uh, Saquon. Saquon. Right. Okay. Well, other than the injuries. Well, freaking <laughs> use him like Saquon then. Get him four or five catches a game on top of a dozen, you know, rushes. And then have Melvin Gordon pound him and pound him and pound him. Um, I hope they took a cue and took a note from um, what the Steelers did to them. Relentless. We're going to run the ball no matter what. Running the ball is there's a you have to commit to it. 
there's a big commitment that goes along to being able to successfully running the ball. All that. All that stuff, bro. Yeah. I mean, once, you know, every week that goes by, the injuries that have accumulated are going to, they're going to lessen. You know, the the players are going to come back and their Broncos are going to get healthier and Teddy's going to get more comfortable in the system. Pat Shermer's going to fi- fi- figure out exactly yeah. what he likes to run with these players. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, no I, doubt about it. I'm with you there. Uh, Javante and Melvin Gordon need to get more touches. It, it's ridiculous what's going on. But at the end of the day, um, Broncos have to get this W, and Pat Shermer needs to do a better job. Vic Fangio needs to do a better job. And the, the entire this team. This is the whole season. The, the this season game is, is the on whole the line. season. You know, we might have kind of said some of that stuff last week, but the reality, you know, the things have changed a little bit. Things have changed for the Broncos, for the Raiders, for the Chiefs, um, how things are kind of shaping up. Four and two, uh, six games in on a 17-game schedule is over, um, over a third of the season through the season to be a winning team and not just a winning team, but four and two, damn, it would feel good. Everything will have changed. I think like the leaves that are falling and turning yellow might turn back green and grow again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, that's the way the feeling again, it's like to, to be, have, be, be a fan of a winning team, an NFL team with aspirations and hope or like a team that your season's over, man, these Jets fans, when we were at the Broncos game, my son and I oh were so goodness. pathetic cheering first downs. and like, oh man, it was like the most pathetic heart. They didn't know any better. Bless their little hearts. Hey, they got to oh, cheer it was for pathetic. something. It was so pathetic, you know? Right, but so, when, once you beat the Raiders and you're 4-2, then your confidence is back. And now you're you're thinking that you can beat the Browns. You could contend with the Browns. It's in Cleveland, uh, so it's going to be a tough matchup, but that's, that's maybe looking a little too far ahead. But if you are, are able to beat the Raiders, the confidence in this team is going to be back. Okay. Um, what else? Is that it? I think that's kind of a wrap. Um, I mean, like, my, the story of the day and what will be the rest of the week will be the Gruden fallout. I don't think we've seen it all yet. From We're going to start to really know about some of the things that he said. Pretty stupid stuff. You know, it's football guys stuff that, like, football guys say. You know? It's like, again, well, Jokic got in trouble for saying, oh, no homo. He didn't say no homo, I hate homos. He meant no homo, like, ah, oh, no homo, where's the, you know? Where are all the white girls at? Where are all the white women at? Isn't that what the cable guy said? Um, so it's inappropriate. Um, Jokic can get away with that one time. Because I think we kind of know better. And guys say stuff, you know, that's locker room kind of talk. Doesn't make it okay. Doesn't make it okay. But multiple emails repeatedly. Calling the commissioner, commissioner of... FAG and a P-U-S-S-Y. I mean, like, all this kind of stuff. It's like, uh, you know, the he puts this about uh, my, um, Michael Sam. Right. Um, you know, it's just, it was one too many. No, not one too many. Way too many. And you got to be careful these days. This is a, we're, it's a different era of, you know, era, era of society that we live in now. And he got what he deserved. Whether he's not as racist as some other racist you know, and whether you think he got the short end of the stick, and whether you got buddies who, and you guys say, oh, that kind of stuff all the time, and we ain't racist. I got a couple black friends. 
I mean, it, it's not right. It's not okay. And he's went down for it, went down hard. Um, a pretty impressive legacy has now been smeared. Um, some people will not hold it against him. Um, some people will think that this guy's, you know, uh, brand is forever tarnished. And that's what it is. Um, Broncos, I hope, benefit from this. Um, let's go, Broncos. Let's make this thing happen. Uh, get us back into the mix of this thing here. The season's a long journey. It's a marathon. It is a marathon. There's ups and there's downs. Look at what um, last year the Ravens went through, who and what they were. Look at what the Washington football team went through last year, the ups and the downs. I mean, bro, am I right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much that can happen within an NFL season. And for Just the Broncos, yeah, for, if the Broncos can be four and two after six weeks, a third of the season. And you know what? I'm telling you and I'm telling me this. If you listen to Broncos Blitz podcast, you're probably pretty diehard. You know what I mean? And, probably. and we are diehards. We're from here that we're from here. But again, they go three and three here and they lose this game. I'm like, I'm not jumping ship. I'm just then um, getting the rowboat ready. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like, I'd be like over it. I'm saying, oh, I'm over it. I'm over it. You know, I'm going to start acting like I don't care anymore and being mad at the world and talking about like the future. For real, the future. But talking about not not breaking down draft picks, but talking you know, philosophical about where they're at, what they need to do, who and what they are as a franchise. What type of head coach you want because after oh that, my God. Fangio's you know that about? I mean, like, I'm being serious. I mean, beautiful. You said it. Lose this game. We're talking about who's the next head coach of the Broncos next week. I swear to God we are. Okay? Yeah. And that's just the truth because if there, there there's 10 quarterbacks in this league worth a damn and there's 30 teams, get you one of these freaking guys. No matter what it takes, a Herbert, um, a Allen drafting right there, taking a chance and drafting right there in uh, Justin Fields zone, or uh, Russell Wilson. What's up here? You know, are you done with these guys? Never go play there again. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers, win, lose or draw, whatever happens there. Um, I hope there we're laying the groundwork down. Love you, Teddy. I appreciate it. Bring this team back to respectability. Tim Tebow barely had these guys at a five hundred as a five hundred team before all that, you know, that mile high miracle kind of magic when Tebow went over the top to Demarius. Put this thing back on the track, Bridgewater, which he's done, which he's doing. Bring them back to respectability. Uh, get us to five hundred or better. Anything else would be gravy, and then we'll let someone else take it from there. Teddy can stick around, and be the great backup here for as long as he wants. And maybe he'll earn a chance to start again somewhere or something. It's just what it is. It's no de- I feel bad saying it. <laughs> it's like I feel bad because I kind of like Teddy. Right. But I like winning more than I like any particular player. It is what it is. I'm not like, I really like that player. I like my players who win for my teams. It ain't show friends. It's, it's show business. business. So, Jake Meyer, great job. I am Danny Williams. That's the Broncos Blitz podcast. We really appreciate you guys. We really love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.